you are exactly where you are supposed to be in this very moment. I hope you're happy and healthy wherever you happen to be on the planet. Podcasting, reaching across the globe and connecting with other like-minded souls around the planet is just so very amazing. No matter what planet platform you happen to be tuning in from, I want to welcome you. If you are a first-time listener, I want to acknowledge that I've taken a little break lately and I'm just getting back into podcasting. I really appreciate you for giving this show a try. If you have been tuning in for a while, you already know I'm kind of a buffet here of energy. I'm a meditation teacher. I'm a podcaster. I'm a mom. I'm a personal trainer. So many different things. But the main thing underlying all of it is my intention to help elevate you, the listeners, in some way. With each episode, I'm giving of myself. It is my pleasure to be here for you guys. So we're going to start off the show with a couple of messages, and then we're going to get into some serious conversation today, some serious content. I'm not talking about getting a pad of paper and taking notes. Well, maybe with this one, but I'm talking about a perspective shift, perhaps. Lots of stuff going on in the world, but let's get going with the show, and then we're going to get into regret. But here we go first. First we have Sheena, and then we have Trudy Newell from Australia. I'm so excited to share these messages with you guys. Maria! Hello, it's Sheena Diane. This is my new station. I know you've already uh, seen it, but I just wanted to call you from this station and let you know that I was thinking about you and um, I was wondering if you actually do classes, I don't know how you would do this like over the internet, um, on meditation. Because it's something that I've always been curious about. And I actually have some meditation um, apps on my phone that really helped me with sleeping. Because for a while, um, I would have a really hard time falling asleep. And this is before my mom passed. This was just my brain would not shut up. And so when I would listen to these, it would really help me. Um, but now I actually have sleep apnea. And um, so staying asleep is really hard because I end up waking myself up in the middle of the night by not breathing. Um, so I would love to know more about this meditation and how I can learn to do it on my own. So give me a call back. Thanks. Hi. Hi, Maria. Hi, Maria. How are you? How are you? We're doing good. We're just about to make a sandwich. Damage. We're going to eat it. Eat it. We hope you have a nice lunch too. Yeah, sure. Bye, Maria. Bye, Maria. Bye. Bye. Did I ever tell you guys how much I enjoy getting messages from listeners and other podcasters? That's right. Sheena and Trudy. They're both podcasters out here as well. And, um, wow. First of all, let me go ahead and answer Sheena's question. She did leave that message a while ago. It was before the pandemic, actually. And I just want to explain, yes, I'm a meditation teacher. I do teach workshops in my area. 
before the pandemic, I was doing larger workshops in facilities at places in my area. And people would pay for a two-hour class that was a combination of exercise and meditation. I was also doing evening meditations in person, um, and people would pay for those per class. Now, with the pandemic, I've had to adjust a little bit, of course, and I've started putting my meditations on the Insight Timer app. That's where I provide meditations. I have not put together any meditation classes there yet, but it is possible on Insight Timer. I intend to do that soon. I also, just so you guys realize, see private clients. During the pandemic, I started doing that because I can help people across the world through Zoom. So people are able to connect with me and we set up a time. And I can't really tell you what I do during those 30-minute se sessions. <laughs> Not that it's a secret, but I don't know what that person needs until we actually begin. Sometimes it's pure meditation. Sometimes it's card readings. Sometimes it's spiritual guidance and feedback. One of the best things that I've learned over my lifetime is that no one person has all the answers. That means the teachers too. So I'll talk about that more in another episode. I want to get back to Trudy. Trudy and Fiona. I actually just had a conversation with Trudy recently. She is not doing very well with the pandemic. She has mental health issues and she is a, an amazing musician as well. And that's her daughter, Fiona. Once in a while, Fiona and Trudy would call me and leave me messages. So sweet. Trudy has lost Fiona. She is no longer living with her right now. And... I was talking to Trudy just recently and she was saying how podcasting she appreciates so much because she wants Fiona to hear her later and perhaps when she's not in such a good place she wants Fiona to be able to hear her mother's voice and her energy and as you can imagine that message right there from Trudy and Fiona was from a while ago now I bet Fiona's voice has changed. I haven't heard it in a while, but that would be pretty amazing to hear Fiona on here as well and see how her voice has changed with age. Sometimes we can laugh about seeing photos of ourselves with our kids and we can say, hey, how is it that the kids have changed and all the grown-ups look the same? We haven't aged a bit, right? Well, as adults, our voices don't really change. But as kids, their voices change a lot, too. So, I'll talk about that more another time. But speaking of children and leaving audio, let's talk about regret for a moment. I'm going to go ahead and share a whole segment right here with you guys about 
10-15 minutes long. Okay, so get ready. You may need to turn up your volume. I recorded this a while ago. But it's such a great reminder that this is why we record, so that we can listen to it later. So, go ahead, call in sometime to the mess, to the machine, to the anchor pat platform here. That's how you can leave me a message if you like. Or you can reach out to me through other social media platforms. But if there's something that you are really anxious to communicate to me, please do reach out. Don't regret not reaching out. Also, just in case you're moved to, you can always leave a review on the Apple Podcast platform. But let's get into the talk. Oops, sorry, that was Mac in the background. Mac's my Doby. <laughs> my little pup. He's four years old and he's running around the house right now like a little maniac. I need to go take him for a walk. Um, anyway, I digress. Here we go with the rest of the episode for you guys and then I'll be back at the end. Thank you so much for being here. I thought it was a good opportunity to go ahead and share share some of these insights that I learned from this author. Her name is Bronnie Ware. I'll go ahead and I'll put her name in the show notes here for you guys. She wrote a book called The Top Five Regrets of the Dying. That's right. So right now I wanted to give you some of the highlights in the hopes that maybe some of these things will trigger you to think about your own life. We all have regrets. But sometimes awareness, awareness can help us change our lifestyle. The way we're doing things, a shift in perspective is what this show is about. So let's talk about the top five regrets of the dying. Number one, living as others wanted them to live instead of being themselves. By the way, this book is written from Bronnie's many years of experience working for the hospice industry. Feedback from the people that were at the end of life. This is where her inspiration came from. So the top thing that she heard from her patients was that they had lived their lives as others wanted them. And we all know this preconceived ideas, the pressure to live up to someone else's expectations without analyzing what we ourselves are all about, what makes us happy. Number two, working too hard. Many of Bronnie's patients really regretted that they had lived so many hours of their lives in their jobs, in their careers, the lack of balance. Only when they looked back on their lives, and I'm sure they had glimpses of it during their life, but only at the end did they really and truly appreciate and regret 
that they had filled their lives with their identification with their jobs. That's why oftentimes retired people have a hard time assimilating into everyday life without their job because they've been so enmeshed in their careers that they don't know what to do with themselves outside of that. Their identity, other, nav other aspects of their life, they haven't been given the tools or developed the tools to behave outside of a work environment. Sometimes this happens within families when the parents are working too hard and they're on vacation with their kids and they don't know what to talk about. It's all about the job. It's all about earning the money. That's a big regret. Number three, courage to express their feelings. We all know this. We all don't want to wait too long to tell somebody that we love them. But Bronnie's point was also Frustration and anger. Oftentimes we don't express those emotions either. These people that she had been working with near their end of their lives, it had been hovering over them for years. But they didn't express how frustrated or angry they were with different people as well. Love, of course, share the true depth of your love with people. But by not expressing yourself, you're allowing others to take away your power. The anguish of never communicating can be devastating. Oftentimes they would say, they used to think, why bother? What's the point? I'm not going to change the other person anyway. But you know what? It's not about them. It's about you. Speak up so you don't carry it with you. Number four. Oftentimes, Bronnie would hear from people that they wished they had kept in better touch with their friends. Towards the end of life, people want to reminisce with friends that have shared common experiences, shared memories. Oftentimes, loved ones within their families couldn't relate to some of the things that the older people wanted to just talk about. Of course, depending on the age of the person, many people have died before they have, and they don't have those people to reminisce with. So don't wait, don't wait to get in touch with those old friends. Live your life in community with others, with your friends. Sadly, sometimes our family, when they're around us, they don't relate to what we're wanting to remember. But also, Bronnie found that many of the families, the loved ones that were trying to care for their elderly family member, 
we're already living in grief as if the person was already gone. The surviving family members will, were already living in grief, anticipating the death of their loved one. So it was hard to get to that happy place. Regret that they hadn't reached out to friends. Also, she found, sadly enough, that sometimes when people get older and they are near death, they feel silly reaching out to try and track down people. One gentleman, she remembers him saying, you know, his friend will think he's stupid. His friend will think, oh, you're just contacting me because you're dying. Wow. Yes, <laughs> do it. <sighs> Number five. Number five of the top five regrets of the dying is I wish I had let myself be happier. Allowing ourselves happiness. In those final days, hours, in conversation with Bronnie, they somehow realized, these people, that they had never realized happiness was a choice. It's unrealistic to deny pain and suffering. But worry, fear, concentrating on the opinion of others had taken away their happiness. Give it up. Give it up and make a choice. Don't give the power of your happiness over to tragedy. Don't allow it to overtake your energy. Claim the positive, loving parts of life. Allow yourself to be happy. There is no shame in being happy, even amongst the tragedies in life. The best way to keep these insights in mind, Bronnie says, by the way, is to admit and accept that you are going to die someday. You know, oftentimes we laugh about teenagers or whoever you are listening, whatever age you're at, you may think that you're gonna live forever Oh, what's one more cigarette? Cigarette. Our health, we let be compromised. Our happiness, we allow. We're always waiting. When I get that next job, when I get that next house, when I can afford to buy a car so I can actually drive myself around instead of relying on the bus, whatever your situation is, you are going to die someday. That's what Bronnie wants to remind us of. This life is not a practice run. 
Every moment is precious. Whether you have what you think you deserve or want in life at this moment or not, you have so much more than you're giving yourself credit for. Enjoy it and reach out. Her final thought in the book was, actually after she wrote the book, she was talking about in an interview that I heard recently, the real joy in life is human connection. It enriches our lives immeasurably. Human connection. Call your friends. Be yourself. Don't allow yourself to get immersed in that job so deeply that you you don't pay attention to the other aspects of life. Full range of life. So let me just review them real quick. Top five regrets of the dying. Number one, be yourself. Number two, don't work too hard to the detriment of other parts of your life. Number three, have the courage to express your feelings, both loving feelings and frustration. Number four, keep in touch with your friends. And number five, allow yourself to be happier. Embrace happiness. Thank you so much for being here right now. (sighs) Enjoy your life. Wow, you guys. Thank you so very much for hanging out at this show with me today. I hope that this conversation, this share, had some meaning for you. You can reach out to me on other social media platforms if you would like to interact about this particular episode. In particular, I have a couple of different Facebook pages. I did put them in the show notes for you guys so you can find me elsewhere if you like. Seeking human connection in this time, in this challenging time that we're all in right now. Wow. Technology makes it so easy to reach out and connect with people. I have been doing a show about nutrition, about eating and food with a clinical nutritionist, Michelle Shira. Go ahead and check my social media platforms for information on that. It's been really fun. I trained for a little bit with Doreen Virtue about chakra healing and part of that class ages ago now was about food. So it's really interesting to talk about energy and food and their connection with Michelle. And uh, we're going live on Wednesdays at noon on the Strong Body, Strong Soul Facebook page and on Instagram too now, I think. So check that out if you feel like it. I also love, love, love to help podcasters who are starting their shows or ones who've been doing it for a while and might need just a little bit of a shift in perspective. Human connection. There are so many people out here. The other day, (laughs) the other day I asked somebody what their podcast was about to make conversation and their response was, well, you have to listen to it to find out. (laughs) You guys, time is precious. Time is precious. Choose wisely what you consume out here on social media. 
And uh, thank you so very much again for stopping by. I am Maria. Just in case you forgot, this is the Strong Body, Strong Soul show. You can go ahead and leave a review on the Apple Podcast platform if you would be so kind. That would be amazing. Also, don't forget to check out the Insight Timer app. I do have new meditations that I've released recently over there. And reviews over there would be fantastic. I just started on Insight Timer a couple of months ago now. I don't know when you are listening to this particular broadcast. But I hope you are safe, healthy, happy, and with as little regret in your life as possible. I'll talk to you soon. I love you.